heart, God is giver. That's what we saw yesterday. Therefore, at heart, how are we meant to respond to God? We are meant to receive. In other words, our lot is to trust, to rely, to depend, to believe. And yet, listen to how Jesus commonly speaks of his followers. He commonly says, O you of little faith. He says it in Matthew 6, Matthew 8, Matthew 14, Matthew 16, Luke 12. Five times Jesus turns to his followers and says, O you of little faith. There are two exceptions to this. There are two people who Jesus describes as having great faith. Neither of them are disciples. Neither of them are even Israelites. The Roman centurion and the Canaanite woman both have great faith. Matthew 8 and Matthew 15. But when Jesus looks at his own disciples, he sees little faith. And how does little faith show itself? In fear. Perhaps the clearest depiction of this is the story of Jesus walking on water. It comes in Matthew chapter 14. Let me read from verse 22. Immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. During the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Or you could translate that, I am. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said. Why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. The scene begins with Jesus on the mountaintop praying. Here we're reminded of Christ's heavenly position, communing with the Father on high. Meanwhile, his people are all at sea, buffeted by the wind and the waves. Such storms, as we've seen before, are a picture of the chaos and suffering of life. Yet when Jesus sees our plight, what does he do? Well, he joins us, of course. This is the gospel in miniature. Jesus does not simply pray from a distance. He doesn't simply send advice from on high. He descends into the storms to be with us and to lead us out. And so he strides out for the salvation of his people, walking through the storms, walking on water. In the picture language of Scripture, we're being taught that that Christ treads on the abyss. You might say he's all over the powers of chaos. And as he joins us in the storm, he proclaims his name in verse 27. Don't be afraid, I am. That's the literal translation, I am. And it brings to mind the Exodus, when Jesus descended into the burning bush to save the Israelites before he took flesh as a man. There, his name was declared as the great I am. And here, he declares his name once again, demonstrating his power. 
And faith is awakened in Peter. Peter trusts Jesus and he wants to be with Jesus and he wants to walk as Jesus walks. Don't we all want to walk as Jesus walks? 1 John chapter 2, verse 6 says that's what we need to do. We need to walk as Jesus walks. And so Peter wants to do what Jesus is doing. How will he do it? Well, notice that Peter doesn't just step out of the boat. He asks Jesus to command him. That's important. You see, Peter has been in a storm with Jesus before. Peter knows the power of Jesus' word. Jesus' word makes stuff happen. So Peter wants a word from Jesus to command him. And the word is powerful to enable that which it commands. Peter does the impossible because Jesus' word commands it. And so Peter takes a very literal step of faith and miracle of miracles. He finds himself walking as Jesus walks, walking on water. It's wonderful. Until he takes his eyes off Jesus and he is overwhelmed by the wind and the waves. He begins to sink. But even here we see the grace of Jesus. You know, this is not gravity acting on Peter or he'd just kind of, you know, sink like a stone. How slowly Jesus lets him down. But when Peter calls out, immediately Jesus reaches out his hand and saves him. Slowly he lets Peter down. Instantly he saves him. And this is when Jesus utters that famous line, verse 31. Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Do you have little faith? Even Peter had little faith. Even after seeing Jesus walk on water, even after doing it himself, Peter has little faith. Do you have little faith? Of course you do. <laughs> even Peter seeing Jesus walk on water has little faith. Well, what should we do? Notice that Jesus, when he calls out Peter's little faith, it is in the context of reaching out his hand and holding him tight. It is not Peter's faith that saves him. It is Jesus who saves him. Are you tempted to think that your faith saves you? Really, at the end of the day, it's Jesus who saves you. And he saves you in spite of all your doubts and faith faithlessness. Even as he hauls you out of the abyss by his strong right hand, you are still full of doubts, aren't you? Really, it's only at the end of this passage that true faith is birthed in the disciples. It's only once Peter has been saved in spite of his doubts that they all really believe. It's only once they've been carried safely through their fears and through their faithlessness that they finally respond rightly to Jesus. Verse 32, <laughs> And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped Jesus, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. You know, faith doesn't come by trying to be faithful. Faith comes when our eyes are taken off ourselves, when we see the faithful love of Jesus, the Almighty Son of God. So today, if you are of little faith, look to the great I Am who has saved you in spite of your little faith. And let 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 13 draw you to worship. If we are faithless, He remains faithful for he cannot disown himself.